welcome to the Active Knoxville podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you live an active and healthy lifestyle here in Knoxville. We will do this by providing you with practical and evidence-based health and fitness information. My name is Blake Bohannon, and I am a performance physical therapist here in Knoxville. My personal mission is to empower you to take ownership of your health. Along the way, I will interview the top health and fitness professionals in the area who can help you stay healthy, keep moving, and live a fulfilling life. I hope you enjoy the show. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Active Knoxville podcast. This is your host, Dr. Blake. I've got with me Chip Gibson, who owns F45 in West Knoxville. How's it going, Chip? Good, man. How are you? Good. So we want to hear your story, how you got from being a young buck, just pursuing athletics or whatever you were doing. What made you want to get into fitness? And uh, kind of tell us your story coming up through that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into, I guess, why, but, uh, I mean, I grew up playing all types of sports as I think a lot of people that get into this industry do, um, started working out around 15, 16, um, should have done earlier, frankly, but I was, that was kind of the old school mindset of if you're, you know, you're going, uh, Oh yeah. Your growth. My dad told me I would ruin my birth birth plates. Yeah. So, uh, and my parents were active, uh, they didn't work out regularly. So if they did, I'm sure I would have started earlier, but, uh, saw the changes in that played football, played college football, not very well, but you know, that was kind of a a dream of mine because I was, I was born with some pretty, uh, double club feet, which is kind of, you're just, you're, your ankles are messed up pretty bad. Yeah, they're like turned in yeah, a lot, right? Like, what did you have to do to fix like, that? So they, they have casts. Um, I don't know how often, but I just I had casts in these special shoes for like the first two, three years of my life. With your bunch so, of casting. Is that yeah, OTs so that help you with that? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I was, I was so <laughs> you don't young. remember yeah, it? No, Seriously? no. I just remember my, my pain. I wore these shoes at night when I slept, and they'd make my toes point out because my toes point in really bad. My ankles were rolled up, right. supinated real bad. And so, um, so they had... By the way, they don't make shoes for people who supinate out there. They, they're all to fix pronation, they, they, right? They really are. Yeah, yeah. I always had to that's get what them. everybody's like super focused I on. I got to get a neutral shoe because that's the best they got. But uh, I digress. But yeah, so I had these boots on. Uh, what that slept in my parents' house, Green Blade Murray, because it just forced my feet out to what wasn't comfortable. Yeah. Um, so that, and then my dad, growing up, he's he after I was done with that, he's. Um, the story was he, he would stretch my heel cords because they're just so, so tight. Because he, he played, he was like, I was the, oh, I was their first kid. So, you know, they, they were, and apparently, you know, that was very painful too. But um, I think I went back to that doctor eight or nine. Oh, yeah, I can one. imagine, like, that's pretty traumatic. I, yeah. If you haven't seen pictures of club feet, like, they're super turned down, right? They're turned down and in. And in. Yeah, so your ankles is basically, like, if you sprained your ankle, the part where you sprain your it ankle, like. it's like, that's a comfortable position for that baby. So, yeah. which is so, so odd because. Uh, so, yeah, your heel cords have to be stretched out of time. Correct, which is why, yeah, my calves are just always tight, no matter how much I stretch them. But, yeah. Um, but anyway, so, um, so yeah, I played sports, uh, played college football, you know, got, I was always hurt. So I learned rehab pretty well. Uh, <laughs> and, a lot of rehab? And, and the position I played wasn't necessarily a natural weight for me. I was a lineman. Um, so, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm about 225 to 240 comfortably six one. Um, People, and what do they want you to weigh? Like they, I mean, they want me as much as possible. Like, okay. you know, <laughs> 300, please. Seriously, though. But uh, I was yeah, pretty fat. not a lot of 300-pound guys in high yeah, school. Yeah, I was pretty – well, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, um, 
So yeah, I did that. Um, and then I was a biology major. My dad and granddad were both dentists. So I kind of got a push to do that. It was just, I mean, I was good with my hands, had the people skills. So sure. You go. So you kind of always thought you're going to be a dentist. Yeah. I mean, but in churches all around town, it's like, yeah, you're the next dentist in town. Cause I mean, I'm third generation if I did. Right. Um, so, so yeah. So it kind of sounds like you're from a small town. Correct. I'm from Morristown. So it's halfway between here and Bristol. Um, you know, had everything you could want as a little kid. I mean, there, there, there weren't near as many sports as say Knoxville. Like my kids really wanting to do hockey right now. There was no ice rink in smaller towns, you know. Um, but we had football, baseball, basketball, soccer, um, all the stuff. So, um, so in college, played football, was biology major, and I just I didn't like it. Um, I was just, and that was kind of hard for me, frankly, just trying to figure out, you know, what are you, what are you going to do with the rest of your life? That's not a weighted question at all. Yeah, right. And you'd always just assumed you were going to be a dentist, right? Yeah. And so after doing all this rehab and talking to the athletic trainers um, that I was always in there with, um, I just I switched to exercise physiology and uh, my grades got better. I was happier. So I was like, well, okay, I guess I'll go with this. And so uh, I graduated um, and, you know, I, d- I did a year in the master's program at UT just to oh, okay. just to, just to be, that. yeah, just to be. Um, cause it was, it's like, you're, yeah, you're just going to go to grad school. That's just how it's assumed. Um, yeah, I, pretty I, much everybody does. I really have a strong, like kind of a belief that like, uh, what used to a bachelor's is like what a high school diploma used to be. Cause it's just, everybody goes to college and that, that's kind of gone back and forth. Kind of gotten on. that way. Yeah. So, um, it's like, yeah, so well, you got to get that master's or a doctorate or whatever. So I did that and I didn't, I started working at gym in Knoxville. I moved to Knoxville. I, I went to Furman uh, for a year, got beat up pretty roughly. Um, In football? They're, they're, they're big guys, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was kind of one of those things. Uh, it's a good academic school or so, somewhat known for that. And so if I got any scholarship and got in, my parents were like, you're, you're going there. So I was like, okay. Gotcha. So, so you got in on a football scholarship? Uh, not a full one, but yeah, a little bit. And uh, But those guys are like, they're big. They're, they're Like Carson Newman runs it. That's where I ended up at. But they run kind of a... Uh, like a small, you can be smaller and play pretty well with that offense. Like okay. a Georgia Tech, Just Air Force tie, wing yeah. tee, veer option. Yeah, you can be a fast, shorter, not as big lineman. You know, we're not. You're not going to be a offensive tackle for the Cleveland Browns. Type. Right. So it just suited your. Yeah. Uh, style so it, it, it was better. So. Um, so, so you yeah, ended up so at Carson Newman. I ended up there, um, and it was great. I mean, I have having got out. Um, I realized I did get a really good education there. My, again, my parents had went there, um, and ever since then, my brother and my sister have gone there. Um, so, good, edu- yeah, great education. Um, can't complain. Um, so, I got out, did that, did a year of the just a uh, master's, ma- UT, master's right? in, yeah, in kinesiology, which is uh, for those who don't know, it's very similar to exercise physiology. Just yeah, that's what nom- my bachelor's is in. Yeah, so depending on what college you go, some some is called exercise science, some it's called yeah, lots of different terminology there. But yeah. um, so I was working at the Fort Sanders Health and Fitness Center. Um, that's where I started okay. out at. First job you got out yeah, of college? For, yeah, I mean, first job in what I think I may want to do. Right. Because, um, I, I mean, I, I hadn't overseen the, the, the like, the little gym at Carson Newman. They didn't have – it's a lot bigger now. But just, like, the student gym kind of helped oh, okay. out there because that, that was my major. So we kind of just kind of helped out here and there. And, yeah, you know, so still cool. didn't know for sure what your career yeah, was going to well, be. The gym's like the cool place to be sometimes, and uh, that doesn't necessarily uh, quantify into a 
paycheck that can pay the bills. So exactly. I, I, I struggle <laughs> with that. So I started at Fort Sanders, and I just I was like I did the the, the um, year at UT and just trying to figure out hey is what what I need to do. And so I started there, and I was I think I did really well because I pretty much had like four different titles. Like I'm a trainer, I'm on the floor, I'm exercise physiologist because I actually had that was a title like a position there it was a full time. All you did was fit tests. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So you utilize exactly what you just had learned in school. So that was kind of cool because that job's not that common. Yeah. Um, well, like, um, I mean, we did treadmill an exercise, like and, a clinical exercise physiologist is like a master's degree, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that was what to I was like, maybe, hospital. you know, I don't know what to do with this master's, but there were like right. two, two to three different um, women there that had had it. And um, we were kind of doing the same thing. So I was just wondering account again it's just my maybe some my, my ignorance that yes you can do more with that that's just what they cho- were choosing to do because mm-hmm. maybe you know they they maybe were doing something at one time but they kind of you know had a family and their husband this that and the other but so I was like well dang I don't know if I want to go because at this point I'm paying for it you know like I had college paid for with scholarships and stuff right so that changes the game too and oh yeah had, it makes a huge difference when you're like foot in the bill on your education it's a different, yeah, I mean, you, you think about things differently, 100%. So that's what they think. But I um, talked to several, like, very well-off businessmen, and, and I didn't know whether to listen to them or not because, you know, they're driving their brand-new Mercedes every couple of years. So, yeah, right. you know, <laughs> I don't know. They really didn't have anything to lose or gain from telling me that, but they were just like, hey, maybe you so should what were they go, telling you to do? go back and get an MBA. Oh, okay. Um, so, um so were you kind of saying like, hey, I think I want to open some kind of my own thing? I don't even know. I just, I just like, I, I, I've read a bunch of books and, you know, I was all about sciences through college, but um, every place is a business. So you need to learn that side of it, if, right. even regardless of where you work, because it just helps you understand everything to improve the business, um, whatever that business may be. So they were like, hey, go yeah. back and get an MBA, read a bunch of books. I got really fascinated with economics. Um, anyway, so at this point... I had met my now wife, and then um, I got a job at Clayton Homes with their fitness. They that's one of the few corporate places uh, that has at least in this at least in Knoxville that has a devoted fitness department, which was cool, okay. Which like was in house cool. everything. Co- correct. Yeah, the whole uh, gym and you know you do classes and meet with people and lunch and learns and lead all that type of thing. Because so you're a, running that. Uh, no, I will not take credit for that. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, no. But uh, I mean, uh, there was a, there was a, a lot of there was I think four of us when I got there, and then when I when I left, they had kind of shifted their focus a little more towards outside of that building, more towards the retail, the manufacturing locations, which are, you know, there's numbers wise, there's a hundred times more people at those across the U.S. So that okay. was kind of more of a satellite, like let's do stuff. Uh, lunch and learns through zoom and you know that was um, oh, okay. not always a common Do thing by the way things. yeah exactly so um so i was the last one that like when i left there i was the only one uh-oh oh the lights just, just went out yeah, there. Sensors. yeah. there we go That's we okay. were being yeah. extremely still for you know, a little bit we're lead certified in here nice. um but uh but yeah so i was the last one there and at that time i had just finished my mba i just had a kid and so I was like, well, I, you know, and I, I love that, that job, that company was great. Um, but they were, they were happy with what I was doing and I kind of wanted to do a little more and step foot, maybe dip my toe in the healthcare water. Cause my MBA was the focus was healthcare, um, administration. So I was okay, like, oh, okay. So you did it. You I did, did, I, did I did, I did the MBA. Okay, yeah. I, 
Yeah, I went to LMU. Um, they had a nighttime program, um, which just worked well. And it was, it was, I could afford it, or so I thought. Now I'm still paying for it. Um, but yeah. That's how school goes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, but it, it, just made, it just changed my mindset with everything. Um, I even, I mean, I had to convince the guy to even let me in because I was trying to get in really fast because I decided I want to go. And so if I decide I want to do something, I go, I go like hard. And it was just, I think I was like about to miss the cutoff date to apply and get all my paperwork together. And I just, I called the guy, um, I can't remember his name cause he's not there anymore, but it's, and it's been a while, but he, uh, I said, Hey, you know, I'm pretty good if I can meet you in person to try to sell myself to you. But, um, talking on the phone is kind of tough, but I call, I call them and I was actually had pulled up at the office. I call He was like over the, the admissions program. He was over the whole thing. Um, business professor. And I, he, I was just telling him just real quick, my story, blah, blah, blah. I'm really, um, and I, he goes, well, when can you meet me? I said, well, I'm outside right now. And that kind of startled him. But, uh, I guess kind of just that, that want to in me, but that, that, and that, that he actually, he got me in, um, that fall. And that, that was, that was that, but I got into healthcare. I'm still getting long winded here. But, That's cool. Uh, though. People can tell when you're determined to do something. Yeah, I was just, I was just, like, give me a shot, basically. Yeah, it makes them want to make it happen. And, for and you. so he goes, okay. So he said, uh, we'll start you off with these two classes. They're kind of, you know, they're kind of weed out classes, so to speak. And I, I, did, I had like three to four college courses that weren't that. Let's just be frank, they weren't that difficult, as far as they were for non-major, non-business majors. Right. So it wasn't necessarily. I think it wasn't accounting. It was like business communications and a couple others. Um, but um, nothing against business majors. Obviously, I got an MBA there. But um, but they were like uh, one was economics and one was uh, I think just uh, financial management. So um, and I, I made an A and I barely missed making an A in the other one by like a couple points or something. Yeah, right. And so so he let me in and then you know I finished it out and so they got the healthcare job the healthcare. Oof, it was it was eye opening for sure. So MBA with a focus in healthcare, mm-hmm. and then what did you go into when you got out of school there? So I got a job. I was a, a, a rep essentially for um, a ten care company. So ten care, there's it was Anthem is the company. You okay, healthcare. It's a very large company. Yeah, with so a like lot a of Medicare umbrellas. supplier. Correct. Like yeah, they're underneath Medicare. You could have Blue Care, Anthem, whatever. Yeah, exactly. So they you could have Blue Care, um, and we were a newer company called um, Amerigroup. Which okay. I, don't, I don't even think it exists in this because that job no longer exists. Yeah, right. But so you're was, working for it, an insurance it, it, company. It was, it was, yeah, essentially. And my whole job, and this was, uh, you know, in the healthcare, I was just getting kind of an entry role just to get my feet wet to see. I wasn't sure because there's so many different things in healthcare, obviously, on the business oh, yeah. side of it. So um, my whole job was to team up. And, of course, you have this ridiculous spreadsheet of all these doctors in East Tennessee and all these counties. And okay. I, was, I was the only one based oh, – yeah, I was the only one in East Tennessee from Bristol all the way to Chattanooga and all the rural counties in between. But you had these goals. All right, we're going to get – it was it was, um, it was was under 18 populations. So get them in for their yearly well checks. Okay, so, so your goal was to get them to go for their well check? Yeah, well, basically get them to use their, their ten care. So, okay. so, cause if you didn't use it by, you lost it. Okay. So it's so, being underutilized. Yeah. So, I mean, you're just, your annual checkups for your kids is what my goal was to get the, now I didn't have to talk to the parents or anything, but I still like the, and the, 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 so how did you get to use it? were incentivized. Yeah. So, I mean, I had to reach out and, and like the doctors, 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So but, then but, they're well, trying to get their patients. A little yeah. bit of both. Like I had I had a method to to get the doctors to want to work with me. Yeah. Right. But it really was just because it helped them work with the insurance company and get paid faster, essentially. But that that's what it came down to. I was never told this. That's just I had a couple rants of of right of just. But it was kind of the insurance company going into a doctor's office. Doctor exactly. A going into a doctor's office and have an office manager so just let me have it. And I'm like, I'm just a messenger, man. <laughs> but but I, I, I will say that that's what I got to understand that some people just want to be heard. And I learned very quickly if you just go and say, Hey, what what you know, what can I help you with? What are you having issues with? Yeah, and great just let them go. I might not be able to fix them right then and there. And that 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 goes with a lot of things in life, but just Sometimes it's just good to, to shut up, listen, even if it sucks. Uh, sometimes, um, yeah, most people in healthcare go don't get listened to, right? Yeah, because everything's in a hurry. This is how it is. Do it this way now. Yeah, exactly. Or you don't get your, <laughs> you don't get paid. Yeah, especially with insurance, when people are trying to get paid by insurance, it's like kind of can try and figure out any way to not pay you, right? It's, Which you didn't work on that part of insurance. You weren't like no, no, not anything, no. So. It's it's interesting the healthcare jobs I did have. I, 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 yeah, I, and care is different. They approve a lot more than other other places do. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 wild, man. But um, so I did that for a couple years, and then um, somebody who I had worked with had left that job to work for another job uh, with Human, and it was like a corporate. Uh, it was it was a, a similarly uh, like a. Pro- health promotion consultant type job where you, yeah. where you worked with their, their, their product, so to speak. And they have an incentivized plan that went with it. And so your job was to, you know, knock off all these things and we'll give you like your yearly checkup. Okay. You don't smoke. And that was always thought that was okay. To try and incentivize I, people ex- to live healthier. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, so they got a discount cool. on their premiums for that. Yeah. Right. So that was kind of a cool, and that, again, that was kind of a newer thing. Um, and you feel so, like any of these jobs were like what you wanted to do? Were they like, were you like, I yeah, know. I, I, I really, uh, was trying to sadly chasing that almighty dollar for a while because okay. I feel like, I mean, so, I get that you get out with like student loans and stuff. And well, you just, just, just like, money. I, I think there's some places they, they, I didn't really talk to a counselor much in high school or college to get like advice on what to do. Um, but they, you just think you're going to get out of college. You're just going to make 50, 60 grand. Like, yeah, no problem. Yeah. That's what everybody it's thinks. Like, uh, no. And I'm not, I mean, I'm as, I'll work as hard as you want me to work. But when I came out of college making 10 bucks an hour, I'm like, I made that. I mean, I made more than that doing construction during high school exactly. or college. And I'm like, and I was outside. <laughs> yeah. It might be part but, of what you were saying about everyone going to college now. So it's really yeah, not that special just like, grabbing a bachelor. Yeah, I mean, if you can learn a trade, go for it. I kind of wish. Uh, just learn that stuff just to, I mean, help myself. Yeah. It's and like it's, the new fascinating, thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Trades make a lot of money. Well, there, I think there's a shortage of, of good ones probably out there too. Yeah, for sure. We've been pushing like conventional education for so long mm-hmm. now. There's a real shortage of people willing to do trades. Just, it's not people's dream anymore, I guess. Maybe yeah. that's part of it. Cause we just haven't, we've like unromanticized trades. Yeah. I mean, I, <sighs> I wouldn't mind it. It just, it's more, could my body handle it day after day after day after day? Like, yeah. th- th- like the stuff they gave me usually was like some of the hardest stuff. Like, Hey, you get this woods coming out of an oven. Like, no, I work, you're like the young guy. They're like, I, Hey, yeah, you've got yeah, strong yeah, work, working strong at a wood legs. factory or, or jackhammer and concrete. And they, unbeknownst to me, they give me the heaviest jackhammer. Don't teach me how to use it. And just look back, watch me struggle for about, you know, a couple days. Yeah. And, and then they're like, Oh, you know, by the way, this is, um, 
much better way, and it's like fifty percent of the energy. I'm it's something they didn't have to do, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just gave it I to made, you. I made some uh, older fella happy. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> what got you out of the uh, like insurance game? What did you? Uh, you yeah. Just like, yeah. This is it for me, or yeah, I mean, yeah, a little bit, and um, um, I mean, I don't know. It just like yeah, the money was okay, and but I just I didn't look forward to going. Was to work passionate every day. about it? Yeah, yeah. It's um. So, uh, and, and two, I got laid off. So, I mean, there's that too. That, that'll do <laughs> it. It wasn't my passion <laughs> yeah. and I got fired. Well, it was just, <laughs> it was kind of odd timing, but, uh, so I was out of work for about three to six, uh, five months. And so it's like, okay, now what? It's twiddling my thumbs, applying to every job in the game. And I'm just like, do I do, do I go back to fitness or do I do healthcare or some other healthcare? And I was either overqualified yeah, right. or underqualified. So it's like, so, uh. So I started back at a fitness studio, um, a personal, small personal training studio. Were you training people? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So and you got back I, to personal training? Yeah, and kind of managed that. So I'd let my certification go. I'd had a, like a NASM CES, which is kind of a mm-hmm. hybrid corrective exercise. And that was kind of a, a buzz thing. It's still really cool, but um, it was the newest one when I got it. Let it go like a, you know, for those out there, if you have a certification or a license or anything, just keep it. Don't let it go. Cause you never know when you might need that again. Um, cause you went all that way to get it. So you might as well keep paying the uh, man. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> but, um, so, so I, I make them like that. So I went, I studied for about a week and I got a, a pretty high uh, ACSM, um, which is kind of the gold standard. They kind of started fitness, uh, research. They started fitness. Oh. I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> they started <laughs> fitness, Whoa, but, but like, but fitness. like, I mean, there's studies from like the fifties and the forties, fifties, sixties. Yeah. And right. It's always them who, who kind of started. Okay. That. Yeah. They've been around the block. Right? Mel, yeah. American okay. college of sports medicine. So, and then managed that for a while. And they make the little like purple book, right? It's got all the guidelines in it. It's good stuff. Yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. I had that in physical therapy school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, here's everything you need for fitness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Boom. Um, and so, yeah, so then, uh, and then I guess just my experience with that was just like, man, I need to just do my own thing, but also do something I could like, and so I went the franchise route. Um, what I just thought it'd be safer, frankly. Um, yeah. All the stuff like that proven, I, yeah, that yeah, yeah proven sure. model. And I, all the stuff that I didn't want to do was already done. Like the, the, have the logo, have the colors, like all that picking out stuff, like building a house almost. Like, I don't want to pick that Ooh, stuff out. That's a out. good analogy. Yeah. yeah I don't want to, yeah, or re, re, redoing your house. Consuming. Yes, honey, you go. Cause oh, we can argue, but you're still going to probably get your money. <laughs> but so, yeah. So, and, 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 but, but that being said, there wasn't a franchise that I was like, ah, a hundred, I can just go all, or I can see myself doing for the next 20 years. Right. Like, um, so you had to make sure so, you believed in it. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch you. of, there's a bunch of different little things. And, and also I wanted to bring something new that wasn't done before selfishly. Like that would be cool to have something that's not in Knoxville yet. Yeah. I thought that was kind of, not just be um, like the third orange yeah, area or whatever. Yeah. No, 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 uh, nothing against them. Cause they're, they're great workouts, but well, uh, yeah. Orange theory, they, they were already over, they were taken over. So um, same thing with CrossFits. They were all, they were everywhere. And the ones that were still, were doing, I mean, they were good CrossFits, you know. Yeah, we've got like seven or like, something. Like, I'm not going to come in and be like, oh, my CrossFit weighs better when there's all these good ones already. Yeah. Um, I'd just be kind of uh, just market saturated. Yeah, so right. To speak. Yeah. Which were you doing CrossFit at this time? I had, so I did it. Uh, let's see. Did I, yeah, point. I did it um, with, for about a, I think almost exactly a year. Uh, me and my wife, we were, you know, we were looking to have kids and she wanted something, but she didn't want me to tell her, uh, 
to work out because I just uh, didn't always work well. That's why you can't train your wife, right? It's, yeah, it's just not yeah. good. It's it doesn't work out. I mean, you know, if you're if y'all gonna spend time together, just go out for dinner and a movie. Yeah, no matter how good your relationship is, you can't train your wife. That's just like public service announcement for anybody who's like a fitness professional and thinks they're going to train their wife or husband. Just don't do it. Just go to a class together. That way you both have fun and somebody else can yell at you about working harder. And her too. Um, Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But they'll listen to that person. Yeah, Um, exactly. Yeah, so I did that for a year. I I did a couple competitions. That was fun. Um, And then, and then, um, and then, you know, she got pregnant. I had a kid, and I had started a new job. And frankly, that's where when I switched jobs, I instantly gained gained weight because I'm going from this job, fitness job, where I'm standing, walking around, and also there's just pressure, just you know, somewhat being shaped because you're the fitness guy. Yeah, um, absolutely. To, to a healthcare that's job, like healthy you, amount of pressure. Yeah, well, to you in this healthcare job, and even you, like uh, unhealthy version, you still healthier than the majority of people in the office, and it's kind of depressing. It's a big culture thing, right? Yeah. So I think it's important to surround yourself with people that uh, not look the way that you want to look, but, um, you know, pursue the habits. Have similar health habits. That, yeah. Yeah. They'll, like, have the same mindset that you want to garner, right? Yeah, that, have you ever heard somebody, I don't know who's that. It was in some kind of business book, I think. But, you know, you become, like, the composite of the five people that you spend the most time around. Oh, yeah, 100%. There was a, a time I was I was dabbling with uh, football was over. I was out of college. And I just, I had been in Knoxville, I think a year or two. And I'm like, I've got like a competitive itch. Like my knees aren't bothering me anymore. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fe- feeling good. I'm ready I, to go. I, yeah. I think it was, uh, it was the rugby and I see, saw these guys, you know, some videos or. The Knoxville so, Possums? Yes. Was it? Yeah. It was them. Um, but yeah. And I, um, yeah, I went to a couple of things and they were like, they were hardcore. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm so far behind. I've messed with the guys I'll, on that I'll, team. I would never, yeah, I've, I'll never get caught up. And the other thing, and this is not a knock on them, but this is where I was kind of, uh, they just, they, they, they party pretty good. And I was kind of like backing off all so that. Like hardcore in every way. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, you know, dad. hardcore <laughs> all the time, you know. And I, I just, I, yeah, I don't want anybody to think you think bad of that. That's to each their own. But I was just kind of coming, backing off that from college. And I'm like, I got other things I'm trying to do with that, that free time and money. Um, so, and also I was worried about getting injured and all these other things. Like, I don't want to have, you know, get hurt again. You know, like full gas at somebody yeah, else. Yeah. Another full grown man yeah. is going <laughs> to lay me out. Yeah. Well, it's, you know hitting without pads and hitting with pads I'm, the technique is night and day yeah much right. less just all the rules i'm like man there's a lot of rules here um but yeah so you tried rugby <laughs> i mean I just like maybe like two to three different uh practices just oh okay ba- very barely was that barely. when you decided to start crossfit something else kind of competitive uh, yeah just something and i didn't even think about the competitive nature of it but um because I don't know, I just I didn't lifting weights. I was just like I'm just gonna get big and strong for myself yeah. type of thing. It's competition it's with yourself, right? You're yeah, but but then of course you get in there, and then you you know there's some people in there, and um, but you might only go to a certain class, and you think you're the best in that class, which I was by not far not the best because CrossFit is very humbling in that you know I could kill. I'm I'm really good at deadlifts, say for instance. Yeah. But then oh, you're going to couple deadlifts with running because I'm a terrible runner. So it's like oh, okay, well you got me. Yeah, there's always stuff that <laughs> there's you always something at. to work on. Yeah, and I, that that's one thing I've always thought was just a great mentality, and I to this day I carry it with me is just to work work on your weaknesses, or just you know don't like yeah every now and then hammer what you're good at because it's just fun, but overall you just want to be as well rounded as possible. 
um, I guess, um, I don't know, that's, that's the beauty of, of that type of training. It yeah, seems, I think both are perfect. And yeah. it's kind of a good analogy for life, too, just yeah. to like try to be aware on a person. Also, double down on your strengths. Like, yeah. you want to have some things that you're better than everybody yeah, else. You, yeah, don't, don't, now, if there's something, don't get me wrong, if there's something you're just never going to get, now, I'm not talking about working out wise, I'm just in life. If there's just something, you're just, like, some people just can't jump rope. Just hire somebody else to do it. <laughs> if it's yeah. regular life. That's true. No, it's, it's, it's like, yeah, you're talking about business books, just delegating things that, maybe aren't your strengths and are somebody else's. Yeah. And just go with that. And that's, I think delegating is something. It's okay I to pay somebody like. else to change your oil. Right? Now that's hard. I like working on I cars. I change my own oil yeah. too. Okay. But yeah. so, as we're speaking. <laughs> but it's okay if you don't want to do yeah. it. Like. Well, I've, I'm almost at that point because uh, it's just a matter of a couple of times that I've gone and had it done. Like they, they didn't screw on the, 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 Okay, uh, so you got to find a good place, <laughs> but you got to find somebody yeah. that you trust yeah. to help you with like stuff that you don't understand, right? Yeah, like I've social media. That, like uh, some of our trainers, uh, I mean, like Instagram. I, I was, oh, dude, I wish I had somebody else doing my social media. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll or a lot of that stuff. Well, like you talked about we'll making logos, media, all that stuff. Yeah. All stuff I suck yeah. at. Or like just edit. Like somebody it. just wants a logo emailed to them, and they're like, "That wasn't the right logo." I'm like, "It's the logo." What do you mean? Like, no, it needs to be in this certain format. And I'm like, "I've never even heard of that." But yeah, yeah, and I don't know how to change it. <laughs> yeah, I can't crop it. Exactly. La- layers? I have no clue. Yeah. So have other people in your life do stuff for you that you don't get. Like hire a trainer to help you with fitness, so you don't spend all your time <laughs> treading water and not knowing if you're doing the right thing, right? And or yeah. go to a class somewhere where you can trust that it's been programmed for you. Exactly. And right. not, not everything, uh, just cause you saw it on YouTube doesn't mean you're going to be able to do it as good as a professional in person, by the way, especially <laughs> if you're on like calisthenics or something on YouTube, yeah. <laughs> going, down a, going down a rabbit hole, people doing, but like I mean, you can say, you can say it with anything. Cause you know, like Pinterest or TikTok is huge now. Like, Oh, I saw this, you know, you see these, these Pinterest fails that they cook or they make something and it looks like, you know, nothing like the picture. Yeah. Or I think social media can be horrible for fitness too. Cause people see, I don't know. They see Jack dudes doing yeah. certain stuff and like, they're like, this is what fitness is. This is what I should do. It yeah. has nothing to do with your goals or what you want to do. It's what not you want personalized to like. at all. Exactly. And you have no idea exactly what they did. You don't know what their training history was to get the body that they have. You just know what they're saying right now. And like, if somebody's paying moment. them to say that, mm-hmm. then yeah, that, it may have nothing to do with their training regimen. That's probably the worst part of it is, is there's no, uh, they say it there's no just, accountability. They, they, well, they're saying stuff just to, yeah, exactly. They're, and I don't know that there is a way to do that, really. Because I always thought, there's got to be like a, a whistleblower for all this BS that's out there. And no. all these products and all these, you know, these Kardashian fat-burning teas and all this stuff. Yeah. Which green tea does have a little, but I mean, come on. It was caffeine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay, so we talked a little bit about how you should, like, have somebody help you with stuff, right? So <laughs> yeah. that's what y'all do at F45, right? Mm-hmm. I don't even know if you said F45 is the franchise you're going to go going with. No. But yeah, why did you it, decide to open an F45? Um, why did you think Knoxville needed it? Why did you believe in it? Yeah. Uh, I just really, um, I don't know. First of all, the company, I really just liked everyone I spoke with with the company. They had their stuff together. Like the mindset? Like Yeah. They they, well, I mean, I was vetted very strongly. And then, so okay. I, reached, I reached out, just to be honest, I reached out to a lot of different companies just to kind of see what they would come back with me. Okay. Like were they were were they selling me on it or were they just saying here it is? We know it's good. Yeah, so you want to get to know the companies better and yeah. like what they stood for. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I mean, invest my life, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars into something that's, um, you know, long term isn't the best thing. So, so that was one. Two, the the programming I really enjoyed. Um, just I think most people need a. 
Which what is the program more so, like? So yeah, if people so, haven't been to an F45. Well, F45 stands for functional fitness, 45 minutes. So I know functional can be a bit of a buzzword. I, I like, there's athletic movements. So if yeah, you play, what does it mean to you? Functional yeah, fitness. functional, just, you know, stuff you do in your daily life. Like uh, squatting. Yeah, squatting. Yeah, picking you, stuff up. Picking, yeah, picking stuff up, putting it down. There's a huge uh, variation of equipment that we use. We, I mean, the machines, uh, so we have sleds, dumbbells, kettlebells, barbells, sandbags, a lot of body weight stuff, boxes, pull-up bars, suspension trainers, rowers, bikes, sleds, ropes. I think I'm repeating myself. Oh, you said now, sleds twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm excited because we, we, cool we, don't, we don't have sleds out right now because we have a specific COVID setup. But, but yeah, yeah, so the classes. I said that wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah. So the classes alternate. Um, there's a perfect mix of cardio and strength. So we have dedicated days to cardio and conditioning and then dedicated strength days. But, I mean, okay. obviously, if, if you can't do a push-up very well and we have – burpees programmed on a cardio day that's gonna be you know you're gonna get a little strength work there um, yeah that's true <laughs> so there or like lunge jumps which you know a plyometric exercise could be considered a strength exercise in certain pro, you know certain depends mindsets. on like how many yeah correct yeah like what force are you putting it are you yeah um are you 100 pounds overweight you know there's all these things but then it becomes a real strength exercise. well yeah well yeah. ideally you wouldn't be doing plyometric lunges with that uh individual but so so yeah, so the days. So are you so, have modifications. Correct. That's the other beauty of it. That's why I like it. So I coming from like I I, I mean I did some group fitness. Um, I did more personal one on one personal training though, working with people with different a um, lot of orthopedic limitations, you know, scoli- okay. scoli- scoliosis or like somebody like myself with a bunch of previous injuries, but maybe they're twenty years older than me and they just haven't done anything since then. So let's slowly. So they want some them. guidance. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so, so how are you able to like provide that in a class right. setting? So, um, so, so the programs are made out, there's TVs and you follow them. So it, it makes the programming and the class just really efficient. And then, um, so right now COVID stuff is a little different, but we demo, we would demo the exercises and, right. um, show you modifications. And that's the other thing is getting to know your audience. Cause I know everybody that's been in there that's come through our doors. I've worked with almost one-on-one at least once or twice. When I say one-on-one, it's a group setting, but if you've like taken somebody like this, say every, you know, every person that's come to the door, you've taken like this and you say, Hey, I've got a shoulder issue. Like somebody today had a sternoclavicular arthritis that they said they, and I, I hadn't heard that in a long time, but that was very specific. That is extremely specific. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, you know, I, I questioned it. Sounds to me just like a little bit of irritation around yeah, the yeah, sternoclavicular yeah, joint. Yeah. That, Cause the definition of arthritis is very, see that. Know, just vague. Yeah. But, but, uh, um, yeah, you got some pain in some area. Yeah. People say it's arthritis. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. You know, Inflammation so. of a joint. Like, okay. That could, what's that from though? Okay. Um, yeah. So, so shoulder hurts a little bit. Yeah. And so, uh, got some modifications for that. So yeah. Or like their wrist or their knee or back, knee and back are the most common, but we've got a lot of people with wrist or elbow or, you know, just some things. And so I'll say, Hey, okay. If that's ever, you know, there's, there's over three to 4,000 exercises that they can do. Now that's given different rep schemes, different tempos. So you could say a squat is three different exercises, even though one's four seconds eccentric, one second. Anyway, so yeah. they get kind of crazy with saying there's 4,000 exercises. But I say, hey, you know, the shoulder press, we're doing a dumbbell shoulder press here. Every time that, every time we do that in here, whether that be a bar or this, I want you to do this version of it right now. And then I'll come back through. Uh, if it's a knee, I'll show, instead of a front lunge, I want you to do a reverse lunge. Yeah, um, a little bit so less irritating to yeah, me. Exactly. And then, you know, every now and then, if you're feeling good, test it out. 
Um, and I try to just vet, not vet, but just go through that with every person that comes through the door. Now, some people, you know, some people are just going to kind of throw their hands off and be like, I'm good, I'm good. And, you know, they don't want, they just want to come in their zone out, and that's cool too. Um, you just get to learn your members and, and who needs more coaching and who doesn't. So Yeah, and who yeah. wants it. Yeah, yeah. Some people that, like I said, no matter what you do, they're, 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 they're not going to want that, and that's, that's fine. So you just you learn your members, and that's how I know who I'm going to coach a little harder, right? Um, but I, I mean, you're kind of, you're you're trying to motivate everybody. Yeah, so there's always a coach in there, right? Always. So the, the right now, on yeah, the yeah. Depending on the size, of your workouts on the screen in front of you, but you got following coach that. To help yeah, you. so you've got a coach there too. So eventually, depending on the size of the class, sometimes we'll have two coaches in there. If they're you know a little smaller, um, obviously you won't have as many coaches because I gotta be smart with the business. But, uh, but yeah, so the classes alternate Monday, Wednesday, Friday are the cardio conditioning classes. Okay. Um, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday are the, we're going slower. Um, more strength work. More strength work. Just like think time under tension. Um, okay. Just, we don't do super explosive movements on strength days. So um, that's where I guess we dif- differentiate from, you know, CrossFit. Okay. So, um, and what's on Saturday? So Saturdays, Saturday yeah. Classes, so right? Saturday is what we call a hybrid, and it's kind okay. of a mixed bag of tricks. It's just because we get a lot of visitors or people maybe who skip. Is that what do you before. encourage people to come in on Saturday? Like, um, I, you know, if it, it depends on yeah. If, it depends on how many times, like somehow, you know, say your your brother, sisters in town or whatever, that they'll they'll come or because it, it's it's pretty big in other parts of the country. So they'll be like, oh yeah, I went to F forty five down Drop there. Drop in at F forty five. Yeah, exactly. We got a lot of people who travel for business. Um, so that have, that maybe remember in their hometown or right. city. It's so, a national brand, right? Yeah, so they exactly. Know what they're so looking it's a similar CrossFit in that area. Like, Hey, my sister studio or whatnot, or boxes is yeah. so-and-so, you know, can I, I think it's a little bit more of a cohesive brand than CrossFit. CrossFit yeah. can be different. Like every gym is different. You it know? is. Yeah. There's yeah. some amazing CrossFit gyms or some like less that, well-run that, CrossFit that, gyms. I mean, and frankly, that was one. Yeah. I, I wish, I think I wish they could. They would like overhaul that system. I don't know how they would do it. CrossFit, yeah, I think it's kind of what they want to be. Yeah, it's definitely that's different. true. I mean, there's 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 pros and cons to that. I could see. You know, F45 um, is probably a group that was like, hey, let's look at CrossFit and mm-hmm. let's change it into this more cohesive yeah, thing. That's kind of yeah. what they came up with. Well, they they want that. Um, they want that consistency with exactly. the brands, which is not means, CrossFit. They're they're well, yeah, they're 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 very big on the ownership of that brand. And they want to protect it. I yeah. learned, I learned that the hard way. Yeah. It's um, just a totally different model. Yeah. It's and and so, so yeah, so the Saturdays are a hybrid day. Now they, they are our only 60 minute class. So, um, I'm actually, I actually like the hybrid classes cause with me with cardio, cause we do more, I mean, it, it can be as high impact as you want, but, um, I can maintain a higher pace on the hybrid days. Cause I, with, 30 seconds or less is kind of like my wheelhouse. Anything above that, like I've just. Oh, 45 I've got, <laughs> seconds of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 45 seconds about? of lunge jumps over and over. Or like, say you go from lunge jumps to burpees to, um, I mean, you name it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I came on like an all body weight day, right? Yeah, I, I've, I felt bad for you because I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like it was body a lot. weight. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. felt like I was never getting a rest break. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, cause I mean, 15 seconds, what's, I mean, that's just enough to stand up and like take a breath and okay, you got to wrap your head around next exercise. Go. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, so that one was a tough one for sure, but I, I like the hybrid days and they're starting to incorporate those more on Fridays and Mondays, the days that either they don't work out or it's like a hard day just in life in general, like Mondays. I know there's a, some that showed that that's the, the, the day where most heart attacks happen is on a Monday. 
Oh, really? Because you've, you typically you either, you know, you dehydrate from the weekend or you just date crap and it's the most stressful day of the week. And so Mondays is, you can look that up. I guarantee you Mon- Mondays is. I believe you. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. Or like the weekends are busiest on the, or the ERs are busiest on the weekends because people do stupid stuff, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Getting rid of like all the stress from the week, basically. Right. So, I mean, at 45, I, I mean, it was workouts I could see myself doing as I got older. And I yeah. think I think uh, it catered to a broader demographic, um, and it, it is not competitive. Now they do get that being said, they do kind of have a fit test, but they're trying to figure out do they want to push that because they they had in Australia. It's like Australia. how on brand is it? Yeah, well, again, how to differentiate themselves, but also like have fun with it because competition is fun for some. Yeah, if some. I mean, it's I my like, favorite yeah, part of cross. Yeah, exactly. Like I remember doing those and being like, gosh, I. I I don't, I only remember pushing myself like this when I was, you know, playing ball and like fourth quarter and all these types of yeah, things. Exactly. But even then I still like physically, it was harder. CrossFit was harder just cause you're, you're, I mean, yeah, you're taxed. Um, that's when I discovered beta alanine and, uh, it helps a lot in CrossFit workouts. <laughs> yeah. It's good for muscle think, endurance, right? I think, no, as, uh, see Matt Fraser had mentioned it on a podcast and I, I read something about it and it said uh, several supplement, comp- supplement companies ever since he said that, like they're, they're just beta alanine like sales. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I probably would, pre-workouts that have it heavily in them. Most of them do. Yeah. That's, I mean, that and caffeine or the, the tingling sensation, that's that beta alanine working. Yeah, well, that's usually what I look for on a pre-workout. I'm like, all right, do you have, like, a good dose of beta-alanine mm-hmm. and caffeine? Because those are the only two Just things that, like, pretty much. I don't know. I mean, creatine is good, but, but with, with CrossFit, the, the amount of reps and the, you know, it's lactic acid. It's, well, you creatine, know. you just need to buy, like, creatine supplement because it's super cheap. It is. Creatine monohydrate, or depending on the type you get, it's monohydrate has the most research, but. Yeah. Are you pretty into supplements? I've, yeah, I've, I've. I just find them fascinating. Um, and, and I've never taken steroids or anything like that. That so was the follow-up <laughs> question, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, I mean, that's your next best thing, but I will say this, I learned not to take anything unless it's been on the market for at least a year. Did you ever take, uh, these like pro hormones? I tried what I thought was something, but I mean, back in the day, like you don't know. And so well, I think at one point, illegal. like they had, um, yeah. So at one point there was this like in the middle gray area yeah. that was called pro hormones yeah. and they were just anabolic steroids, but they were like, <laughs> no, I think I would have known if I had taken something like that. I mean, I took some ZMA. you like, I like, never looked that good. I, yeah. <laughs> no, I did not look like that. Uh, of course those Dairy Queen, you know, blizzards probably didn't help anything either. But uh, just in high school, the high school is when I see it. Yeah, you were telling me about like the Dairy Queen across from the high school. Yeah. Yeah. So no, my dad drugged me in the GNC because that was all that was there. He was like, hey, what's he need to be taking? And of course, nothing against GNC. This is like when you were in uh, high school. This is when I was in high school, yeah. Yeah. And of course, you know, they're they're not the they're salesmen. So, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, their brand of whatever. And it was, I think it was creatine and protein and that was yeah. it. Um, and frankly, <laughs> to this day, that's funny, but I'll take pre-workout and protein. That's kind of ironic, but I mean, really yeah. it's just, it's basic, you know, do you take creatine now? Uh, I kind of go back and forth. I, I can blow up on it. I mean, I can gain, like I can, I like the feeling of it. You feel like it works. Well, I just, um, I'm trying to diet down right now, but I can maintain muscle without it, but it is right. I do like how it feels good. Speaking of uh, dieting down, I okay, I'm not lifting heavy, so I don't feel like I would utilize it properly. You know, I'm not lifting super heavy. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not trying to. I mean, I've seen studies where it helps with like brain function and stuff, too. That's They're true. So, like, just taking like a, a um, like a maintenance dose. Yeah, it can yeah. help prevent dementia. That, I mean, there, yeah, like there's that. a bunch of other stuff, too. So, I'm like, uh, 
But, Creatine's uh, pretty cool. It's it, one of the few it's things wild. I would actually it's, tell people to take. Well, and the other thing, too, is I was playing with my diet. Like, I can tell a huge difference, obviously, if I'm higher carbs with creatine because that's, I mean, part of part of it. But, part of help, uh, helps you absorb it, right? Correct. You need to take it with some yeah, carbs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can tell a huge difference when I took it with, like, say, like, I, I, orange juice is very refreshing to me. So yeah. I would take it with, like, a, just I've a, a mouthful of orange juice in the morning, and that yeah. was that. Um so yeah, I mean, and, and yeah, creatine. So sometimes, oof, sometimes I forgot. Like maybe I took it in the morning. I'll take it again, and and it'll just bloat me up. So oh really? Yeah, but I, I usually just five grams a, a day for. Uh, That's the like whole a maintenance lo- for yeah, most people, right? Yeah, you can like yeah. load it and then do five grams a day. Yeah. Well, I tried to back you in a corner and make you talk about bodybuilding for a second, and then you like evaded <laughs> it. So <laughs> I did. I did a bodybuilding show after college, <laughs> about a year and a half uh, or so. It was kind of a. Uh, bucket list type thing. Uh, a reason yeah, you said you had been like really big in college. Up. Yeah, I mean, I got up to two seventy five, um, which for me is really heavy. I mean, I almost had gallbladder surgery because my stomach was just messed up because I was eating oh, garbage really? all the time. Yeah, just like it, the college diet. Kind it of ran thing? in my family. Yeah, well, the coaches would get mad if I didn't get two plates um, at the cafeteria, and most of the food, oh okay, yeah, and the most of it's not. I mean, so while you were playing football, they were, yeah, that like, was like their like salads don't have a lot of calories, so I'm going to eat. You know, coach says gain weight, so I just eat a bunch of crap. I mean, yeah, I mean, or like that well, was hard to eat a bunch of calories. That, that was candy good. Uh, yeah, because you're always full because yeah. it's it's got a lot of volume. So, um, and so that's I think that's around about the time Taco Bell fourth meal came out. But, uh, you know, <laughs> it was like perfect. Time. They were speaking to you. Yeah. Yeah. But I did, I did the bodybuilding show. It doesn't even exist anymore. Um, it was like East Tennessee sports something. I think they did run it for like three to f- four or five years, but yeah. I got third place in the heavyweight division or light heavy. It was the heaviest of the novice. Cause I was my first timers. They put you in this division the and novice and, division. Yeah, yeah. And coming to find out, um, you know, it's, it's the bodybuilding world's interesting. I know a lot of people in it, so I won't speak ill of it, but you know, it's, it's certain certain avenues are known that you know you're taking certain things, and um, it's an untested. I guess would be the way to say. It. So the, yeah, the so sh- if you're in an untested division, there's some pressure. To yeah. Be on stuff. Well, it's 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 certain um, certain organizations are just untested. You just know if you're going to do a show for them or this that and the other. But yeah, you the, might be competing against co- people who are on steroids. Correct. Right? So I found that out halfway through. Like you're you go on this Saturday, basically. And they do the judging um, on bigger shows. They do the, what they call pre-judging the night before. So you're wanting to look your best then, because frankly, that's when most of the judging is done. And then oh, they, really? they do like preliminary placing, and then you have like a final show at night. Okay. Uh, or maybe, excuse me, not night, but like the next, like the next day, day. The next day, where like your family and friends, you do a whole posing routine and this, that, and the other. And, they, oh, okay. and it's come a long way uh, as far as the females division. Every, they've invented all these other divisions to kind of cater different looks. Right. Um, so uh, I just did, it was just called bodybuilding. It was men's bodybuilding. They had they didn't have physique or. Uh, what do you feel uh, like the look was for just men's bodybuilding when you're doing it? I mean, just just, just looks big, big and shredded. Yeah. I okay. Mean, pretty simple. But like, you know, you can go crazy anybody who's read the old Arnold book about balance and this, that, and the other, but like, right. I think your, your neck, your biceps and your calves are so like, if, if you look at the, um, I guess it was our, not Michelangelo, but Leonardo, Di- Leonardo DiCaprio, Leonardo Da Vinci. He has okay. this the, the Vitruvian man. He's always like, what are the ideal, uh, measurements? And that, that was, I always found that interesting, but I've just, I'm a wide person. Even when I had a six pack for that thing, I had a 36 inch waist, 35, maybe. So it's just, yeah. it's weird. Uh, but did you diet a ton for that show? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I didn't have any help or anything. I just did 
you know, kind of a mix of what I thought worked, which is, which is tough because, you know, depending on the magazine or website you read, you know, that's for somebody on gear and, you know, there's all this information. Oh yeah. When you're getting information just from a magazine, like it's not yeah. for you, right? Oh yeah. But I mean, I mean, I measured it out and I, you know, I'd had the, you're doing like the, the chickly, chicken, <laughs> chicken, broccoli, and rice. Chicken cutlets. Yeah. Chicken, broccoli, eggs. I mean, just very basic. I did I think towards the end I was doing like zero carbs, which I was just trying to drop it really fast because I didn't think uh, ideally I would have like done this several years, a couple of times back and forth and slowly like work, help my metabolism out. Cause I just shot it in the, yeah. Know. Do you feel like it was in the ground when you got done? Oh yeah. Cause I gained 20 pounds like instantly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. No. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think I'll ever do that. There's no chance. Would you get a coach it. if you did it? it? Maybe, but even then I just don't, um, I don't want to be up on stage in a, one of those outfits. Um, I've got too many people that rely on me that would not want to see that. Yeah. Uh, and, and but you have those pictures, right? They're hidden. Yes. They are. They're, 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 okay. they're, you will not find them. My We're going to unmask them. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> well, I had them on social media for a while, like hidden in like a back to do Facebook. Yeah. Uh, you do like folder. an F45 challenge <laughs> and like yeah. the reward is a, <laughs> a, a stand board cut, a cut out. Like <laughs> exactly. Stand, stand up. Yeah. No, that would, that, that would be more of a punishment. <laughs> Exactly. You need to have like a big event and like you can only see the cardboard cut out if you come. Yeah. I tell you what, it helps me relate though. Cause I mean, you kind of develop a little bit of a disorder as far as, I don't mean that like, that's it, not a knock on, I don't know what to say there, but it's I've just, heard that from multiple people. Yeah. You just like, you're afraid to do stuff like, cause there's no moderation. Right. Which I'm huge on now. It's not a sport about moderation at all. No, which is tough. And I think that's why you see people, you're like, you did bodybuilding? And it's like, yeah, you look, you know, it's like 50 pound difference. Yeah. Like I think huge. a good thing for like the general public to understand is that like these pictures you see of people is not an actual way to live. It's like for, for most of those that compete like that, it's like they look that good for about two weeks. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and the Nobody lighting's is perfect. They're tan, you know, everything's, you know, don't buy no, no chest hair or any, anything exactly. like that, all these things. And, um, I think that's why, why Instagram is, is kind of a, you know, it's just a terrible tough. thing it, yeah, for people. Yeah. I mean, it's great for advertising. Yeah. Well, people <laughs> but, but, think but like, for people's body image and mental health regarding that it's terrible. Yeah. People think I should look like this and this should be my goal. And it's just not like, you can't look like that. And it's, it's not healthy. Like those people yeah. are not healthy at that moment, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like they might be healthy most of the year, but like, and they understand that they're not healthy at that moment that they're on stage. They're like sacrificed. It's odd because it's looked at like in. the picture of health, you know, the dichotomy of that. Yeah, odd. but it's not. Yeah. It's not the, and they, the people who are on stage know that. Yeah, they know that right. they're not like particularly healthy right then. Because they feel like garbage. Out of it. Yeah. Well, but like if I had to do it over again, just looking back what I know now, I would, maybe I just don't have the, uh, the discipline too, because it takes reverse diet, which is yeah. a newer thing that's becoming, um, not, I don't want to say popular, but it, it's just, it's understood that the, how, how that helps your metabolism. Yeah. I think that's the most common, like with, uh, people who coach people in and out of body building shows, that's the most common thought process is to reverse diet people. Although, um, there's been some literature come out on it that is showing that like, maybe it's not the best idea too, because so you get down to like a super low calorie at a bodybuilding show. Right. right. And then you bump people up for like 200 more calories the next week. And yeah. it's just like not enough because people want to go out and it, just like eat a ton after right, a bodybuilding it, show. Yeah. Well, I think, I think that was that, cause that's what I did. But, uh, <laughs> I think maybe most of them do that, yeah. but, they, but then they're like, boom, next day they're right back on. And I'm like, Oh, you know, that's uh plus minus, 
much less the cardio, depending on the person. But that's you know. Yeah, because you're doing a crap ton of cardio, right? I was. Just I like mean, I'm just I'm a kind of boring uh, stair stepping kind you, of cardio. If, yeah, I mean the steady state. I mean, I, I tried to do high intensity, but I just I was so drained. I just couldn't. I didn't have the energy to. Yeah, cause you said you were eating no carbs by the yeah, end. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you I, I, need think, I think I think I well, I, yeah, I had carbs, but it was it was definitely less than a hundred. But when you're, yeah, um, I think an apple and. You know, the problem with that was every now and then I'd sneak, like, you know, a Reese cup, ooh. But now, like, a Reese cup, if you're not feeling hot and then you want to go work out, a Reese cup is the best thing ever. Uh, it's just, yeah. That's an old school uh, Ronnie Coleman. For me, it's uh, Snickers. <laughs> Snickers, okay. Okay, Ronnie Coleman was uh Yeah, he, 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 yeah he, he goes, he goes if I ever had, you know, he had that voice that he had. He's like, lightweight baby. Yeah, yeah, that's light, him, right? <laughs> lightweight baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw one of his old, well, this is when YouTube, I think, around 2000, 2001. One of his old videos, and he was talking about he had a Reese cup, and that was that, about halfway through a workout. That just got him through the workout. Of course, he's 300 oh, pounds of, like, 0% body fat. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm going to start stashing those in my back pocket. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Snickers is probably your better bet. There's a little During my 15 seconds there. of uh, break at <laughs> 45, <laughs> yeah. give a look at and like, stuff well, at a Reese in let's, my mouth. Let's be real. You don't, you don't need anything for just 45 minutes. I mean, maybe maybe 30 minutes in, maybe. Yeah. Surely you've, surely you've had some carbs beforehand. Well, it depends. Yeah, yeah. You should eat. I, I used to tell people to eat like an hour before. Yeah, like de- it depends on the snack. type of carb and, you know, what, what's the fat and protein. I think I, I'll use, I usually say two, one to two. But if, if uh, we always have Gatorades just in case. But um, typically, yeah. One to two ratio, like? No, no, no. One to two hours. Oh, one to two hours. Okay. I, I remember to, to, now we're talking like, you know, depends on where you want. You want it in the blood, you want it in the muscle. Like, I don't know. But and the type of carbs, what, how much fat are you having with it? All these things. But like, if it's, I feel like it's a, if it's a banana or something. Do you tell people to like stick with mostly carbs and protein before a workout? Yes. And like try to avoid fat a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I try to. I mean, I get, I can get specific with people as, as they want, but uh, I do try to. Yeah, more if taper your carbs run when you're working out. Yeah, if, for sure. If, I think that's good general advice for most yeah, people. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, if like we've got some people who are triathlons, or we've got one that does ultra endurance marathons, like are they trying to be fat adapted or whatever? I don't think. I think they're just trying to perform better. I don't even think they think. I don't think they. They don't think that far into it. But they were. They were like they're trying to diet down while they're trying to do this race, and I'm like, uh-huh. that, yeah, that's that's not the best thing to be at like a lower body weight. No, they just want to look a certain way. Like they're not even thinking of that for triathlon. Yeah, they, well, they just want to look better. That they're, they've always been a runner, but all of a sudden they want to look a certain way. Okay, and I try to, I, got I, you. I try to show them that hey, your your performance is going to suffer if you drop this or if you, you know, you got to. Yeah. that's hard. I think to that's do. an important message for every like. So there's always a look for whatever sport that you're in that people desire, mm-hmm. and I don't know if this is like the specific people that you're talking about have this idea, but like for runners and triathletes and cyclists, a lot of times it's pretty skinny. Yeah. They want to look real lean. Yeah. Like if there's any muscle, it's just very lean. And it's like, it kind of drives people to diet mm-hmm. um, maybe more than they need to for their performance. Right. Like those top level athletes might look a certain way, but like your training is going to suffer if you try to get there too fast. Yeah. And so same thing with like bodybuilding and looking shredded, same thing for, I don't know. A lot of different things. Like people have this ideal aesthetic and it might not be the best thing for your performance. Like you might feel like crap trying to work yeah, out like that. I, I just, I remember I did a half marathon one time. Um, and that is not, um, I'm just, I mean, I, I'm like, a, I can run fast and short distances. Um, long distance running is just not in the cards for me. 
Um, that being said, I like to think I can train for just about anything. Yeah, but, right. Um, so I did the half. Him. I did half marathon, and you know everybody's. Oh, man, I bet you're gonna you're gonna lose all this weight. I think at the time I was like two thirty. Well, people think you're automatically gonna look like somebody who does. Yeah, it's like uh, no, that's and my muscles just aren't gonna atrophy away in three months' time. Yeah, or whatever it was. I think a cool so. trend right now is people trying to do both, like trying to be really strong and really fast. Yeah. Or like, uh, like you know Nick Bear, right? Yeah. Okay. Everybody in the fitness industry probably does, but yeah, he's doing like trying to do like a sub three hour marathon. Yeah. And just look jacked. I don't know if he has any like strength goals, but the dude looks jacked. I mean, your body's gonna be fighting both sides of that. Exactly. It's, just, it's, it's just tough. Across. That's why I think it's a cool, uh, no, such it's, a cool no. challenge. But like, but I just thought it was funny because I didn't I didn't lose any weight, um, and I still strength train. But I, I did. I tried to help myself a little bit. I did go up to like more the endurance style. Yeah. Um, just because I didn't want to. I didn't want that. I didn't want to have that. I, well, I want. I didn't care if I was strong. Well, you're or not. used to being big and strong, right? Yeah. So you're probably like, I don't want to lose it all. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't. Yeah. I just want to maintain. Like I'm okay with if I'm. I know I'm not going to be as strong, especially like squats, deadlift. My lower body's going to be fried. Yeah. So I just I knew that going in. So I think I did like one heavy day, of just like a circuit, and then I did yeah the higher rep fifteen ish to twenty reps, um, just a circuit. Just did to you run maintain. a lot? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, <laughs> I, well, like, I, I say that? that now, but I didn't um, because my knees would start bothering me. My, oh, really? Just the, the buildup. So I think I do like a couple, maybe one short run, but I do elliptical row. I did everything else. And then I always did the one long run. So you're like, I'm just going to have to suffer through it on the day. Well, I just, I needed the impact, my body to build up resilience to the impact. Yeah. So I made sure I did something like that, but I did not. Um, Hal Higdon. Uh, I don't know who told me about his program. It was a runner a long time ago. And is it a running program? It is. He was a marathon runner. Oh, okay. Um, he's, 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 uh, I mean, he's an older gentleman, um, but he has different programs. Like you have a beginner advanced, like or a beginner intermediate advanced for like a couch to 5k, 5k. Did he write the couch to 5k? Uh, I don't want to, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. Okay. But I, no, well, I'm just, that, I've read that, the story that, on that whole that, program. That term kind of, yeah, it became popular. Um, yeah. So, I don't, yeah, I didn't know if it Just was for cool. beginner 5K yeah. programs? Yeah. 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 It is a specific yeah, program. Exactly. But, like, there's – anyways, he had all these different things, and it had just – you could print off this calendar. And it was so handy, so cool. Like, these two days you cross-train. This oh, two days you program. do 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Well, that type crazy of – concept. That type of program wasn't something I was used to. I was used to, like, the uh, like the CSCS-style programming of a pre, pre – um, pre-season program, in-season program for all these different okay. type of athletes. That's kind yeah. of where my like periodized experience and, and my, yeah, I didn't have, but the, yeah, I'd, I'd worked with people who, who did the, the, you know, it's running. I mean, the, that type of thing. Of course, that's what's programming. And that's, of course, that's way different than track. So, um, but yeah, you followed that running program. Up yeah, to doing it worked, half it worked, yeah, but I altered it. I altered it like crazy. I just tried to stick to that long number run because I knew that that was going to be race day. Yeah, that's so, like the benchmark. You're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I have to hit this every time. Yeah, I have to do that. But like the other days, there was there was one day towards the end where I was just I was not feeling it, and uh, there was a track around where the gym I was working at the time. So yeah. I just did that, and then if I was just like, I'm 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 feeling terrible. I'd go in, do 20 minutes on something, come back out, and I would try to you know equate it what I I just think about whatever the pace I was running was and I would just take that time and just add it to a machine or, but just a different type of machine. Like just do a, stuff you liked better. Not, no, it wasn't that. It's just like my knees would start hurting or my oh, ankles yeah. would start hurting or I would just some, how long did you give yourself to prep for this half marathon? Three, four months. Okay. Yeah. I mean, pretty, I mean, it's probably more than most people. And I, I had done five K's at the time. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just. It's I probably wanna, not long enough, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought that was like, because uh, yeah, I'm used to like two or three months, you know. Like, yeah, no problem. Sure. Because, I mean, I did 5Ks just with different charities and the different gyms I mm-hmm. worked at because that's that was always the fundraiser. Yeah, um, 5K to half marathon's <laughs> a big jump, though. Yeah, huge. I don't even. What's like you say half marathon? Well, it's four times what, long. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. Half is thirteen point one. And I did the I did the Knoxville, which apparently is really hard, or just it's very hilly. Yeah, I've heard um, that. So, uh, which I mean, I trained every aspect of that, but you know, kudos to people who love to run. Yeah, not you. Well, it's just it's one of those things I'm not good at. I think we all gravitate sometimes toward in the beginning towards yeah. what we're good at because it's it's easier. We don't struggle with it, um, and then you can find other passions that maybe you're not as good at that you like, but you're not good at. But in the beginning, I think yeah, we, I think people can adapt to anything mm-hmm. with the right programming. Correct, but definitely like we're all built for something, right? Yeah, like there's certain muscle fiber types. That makes like, it more fun. Like like like. My, my professor used to use this. He goes talking about changing muscle fiber types. Uh-huh. We're going over this in the school. He goes, Kevin Durant. He's never going to look like the Rock, right? Like no, how much? No, he's always going to have that that perfect. I mean, he's long, lean, but he's always going to have that type of muscle fiber, right? There's a lot so, of debate on if you can change muscle fiber types yeah. or not. But I will say, like, if you can, it's super slow. So yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, like practically speaking, you so somebody's going to get frustrated change. before it even you know you're good, just going to get there. But even then, it, it, it's I mean. A lot of muscle fibers. Yeah. So Kevin Turan's um, gonna be pissed if he tries to get huge. <laughs> it's just not advisable. I don't know what would be more entertaining, seeing him look like the rock or the rock look like Kevin Dude, Durant. okay. <laughs> this is like this is crazy though. Uh, do you know who Ryan Hall is? Okay, he was the he was like the USA best marathoner at one point. Okay, okay. He was like best best marathoning man in the US. I okay. wanna say that, whatever. He had the top US record or whatever. Dude is huge now. Really? Yes. That's so at some point he was like, all right, I feel like I've like mus- like, muscular. Yes. Okay. I'm going to show him to you. But anyways, at one point he thought like, I guess, um, he felt like he had done everything he wanted to do in his running career and was just like, I'll you know, I'm all about like, go another direction. My, yeah. I'm just going to go another way and try and like see how much a body can change, which is crazy because we were just talking about muscle fibers. Right. And it just makes me think like, okay, that's so weird. Cause he, you would think like he's, the U.S.'s best marathoner. Yeah. He's probably a very slow twitch dominant guy, right? Yeah, he's got to be because he was naturally built for marathoning. That'd scare me but with this. Look at him. Oh my god! I mean, he's jacked. That's crazy. He's not like the most jacked guy you've ever seen, but he's way more jacked than I am, and I've been I mean, lifting well, weights longer than he has. But you, then you look at his upper body versus his legs, though, and you're like, yeah, his legs. Legs well, need to catch up a little bit, but I, no, I'm just I mean, saying. Jacked I mean, all I mean, over. Very, very. It's, it's, a, it's like hard picture. If you, you need him like standing with like a newspaper, like a before and after. Yeah, he's oh, pretty jacked. Wow. Oh wow. See, that's much better. Yeah, that's crazy. That's insane. I know, and he's the U.S.'s best marathoner. I think like he had a little help there. He doesn't maybe. really have any. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Dude. <laughs> I'm sure that he would say no. Oh, here's a picture of him as marathoner. See on that. Oh. Yeah, so he's like the skinniest dude ever. I mean, it's how you would think he would he look. Looks like a mar- that is wild. Yeah, it's crazy. People's bodies can change a lot. That's wild. Maybe he's on that. It's know, amazing. He's on that. Um, oh, what is? What's that White Sox baseball player? The big hurt. He always does these oh, commercials gosh. about you know, know baseball. T- <laughs> oh, oh, uh, uh, oh, it's going to drive me crazy. Baseball, baseball fans gonna be mad at me. I'm sure people know the big hurt. Yeah, he was just a massive we'll just call him guy. Out the big hurt. That's his name. Yeah, I mean that's not. His was name. he on steroids or something? Frank Thomas. Okay, that's who Frank it is. Thomas. No, but he's been on these all these these kind of older men. Like, hey, 
you know, I'm having all these, I'm getting older. I'm not feeling like I used to. It's basically like they're saying it's like a TRT, but it's a pill. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, it's for yeah. like ED and stuff. Yeah. Well, okay. they, 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 they slide that in at the end, you know, like the ha ha joke. And it's just like, oh, it's like an awkward, like, wink. <laughs> it is no joke. Wink, wink. These are, these, I mean, these are, these are, uh, discreet packaging. These are things included. comedians. It's like they, they'll get a whole bit just on this commercial. It's almost like an SNL skit, but it's, it's a real commercial. Yeah. Well, I feel like they might be trying to do that. You <laughs> that's know? true. It's like free marketing. Yeah. That's true. About. No, that's true. Yeah. If it's, if it's talked about in popular culture, then I guess you're doing something. Exactly. All right, so we always wrap up the show with um, three questions. So this is Knoxville podcast. So what's your favorite place to eat in Knoxville? Ooh, like healthy or just whatever? I mean, whatever. <laughs> what's your favorite place to eat? I don't care uh, if it's healthy or not. Well, you know. Got to have uh, cheat meals. Mm, that's tough. I don't get out as much as I used to, but I always, like, when in doubt, if I get to go downtown, because I live pretty far west now, but um, Stock and Barrel. Oh, okay. So the burgers downtown, burger joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always good. Mexican's always good. That's Super more, good. That's more my wife. So happy. What's her favorite place. Mexican place? Oh, geez. There's a place near us um, called El Mezcal. That um, it's just you know. Is I mean, that in Bearden? Uh, there, there's one in Bearden. There's two. Okay. There's one in Bearden. It's like right next to the Greenway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, that place yep, is really yep. good. But um, y'all close to the fair. I mean, they're all. <laughs> I feel like they're all pretty similar. But you know, whichever, yeah, whichever's closest. And me and my wife's favorite is Monterey over here on Merchants. Okay. Yeah. Super yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. No, we had one growing up called uh, Monterey's in Morristown. I think it's, a, it's I, not, it's changed names. Not that it's a chain, but I think there's some kind of connection between. Oh, Monterey's. Oh, oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's not named anymore, but, uh, the, and then there's, there was one Jefferson C L, uh, El Cezanne. So, okay. Well, if you put L in front of it, <laughs> it's probably good. Right. Yeah. I took Latin in school, so I, don't know. I think it means the. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know, but. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, Let's see. And then what's your favorite way to stay active in Knoxville? Ooh, I mean, coming to my gym, of course. No, I mean, I I do a little bit of everything when it's pretty outside. I definitely try to go for walks. Uh, I'd love to go for more hikes. It's just a time limiting thing right now. Yeah. I love to hike. I was an Eagle Scout growing up. That that forced me to, you know, you're outside going camping, hiking, stuff like that. Is there any, Um, like, hiking areas out close to you in Farragut? I mean, they are, but Concord Park. It's, it's yeah, but it's it's not like when I think hiking, I want to hike up a mountain. You know, I want yeah, to go to Smokies. I want to view. I want to maybe see a bear. You know, <laughs> the possibility of falling off a cliff. I want. I don't know. I guess a little danger there. Not just okay, walk, okay. walking on a nice level park. There you go. Know? Well, I mean, hour and a half. Like we we definitely yeah. have hiking uh, within our grasp on Saturdays yeah. in Knoxville. Yeah. I think it's a cool place. I mean, to like Imes and and all those um, South Knoxville has some good spots. North Knoxville too, but. Oh, yeah, you can go over to uh, House Mountain in mm-hmm. Corrington, which, coming from West Knoxville, that's almost as far as Smokies for you. I mean, <laughs> I actually, <laughs> I drove there, so I, did, I, I knew about House Mountain, but I had never been there. Um, and this was, like, the first week when everything shut down. I've got the kids to myself. And I'm like, yeah, I want to, you know, venture out here. You know, two kids, they're both pretty small. They're both, like, don't know what's happening in the world. And why, Yeah, why, how why? old were they? I mean, they were, you know, just a year ago. So they were five and one and a half, five and a half, okay. one and a half. And uh, I've got the stroller and it's, it's just. Oh, you took the stroller to House Mountain? Yeah. You no, our, our stroller is one of these kind of like, like it has off-roady tires and yeah. stuff, springs. And is it stuff. a thul, thul? No, it's not thule a thule Ours is a, uh, uh, I can't remember what it's called. But oh, okay. It's uh, the Bob. Uh, that's the name of it. That is a fancy one. Yeah, yeah. It's Those are like 450 bucks <laughs> or something. <laughs> we got a deal. We okay. got all this whole package deal with gift cards nice. and baby stuff, but it, it was all awesome. Anyway, so it was started. Is we get there, you know, it's a long drive. I wasn't expect. I was like, man, that's a pretty good little haul. 
And I, there's no way that I had hiked that thing before. I thought I'd hiked it before because it's, it's out there. You're kind of in the middle of nowhere. You're in Coryton. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying like where you park. And this is in the middle of the week, and it's starting to rain. I got my two kids. And it's kind oh, of, so it wasn't back that day? Because you go on like a nice Saturday, you can't get a no, this is No, this is in the middle of the week. Yeah, so because, you're like, where you am know, I? Everything's closed. My wife is still, she works for a healthcare company, or a, a, um, she works for Covenant Health, but they, Me too. they never shut down. So yeah, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's it's a hospital group, so they, they got to stay open. Yeah. So, um, and this like really sketchy looking car drives up, and it just I was just we were just pulled up, and I'm like we just sit in the car and just chill for a little bit, and um, <laughs> I just he was this guy was screaming on the phone, and then he pulls away and leaves, and so we get out and so wait he pulled into the parking lot, screamed yeah. on his phone for a little bit, yeah, and I'm like, uh, like is this guy right. coming? Is there a body in the trunk? I'm okay with <laughs> talking and driving, yeah, but yeah, yeah. if I gotta scream this loud, <laughs> it's not safe for him to pull well, over. And it, no, no, he was in he pulled in the parking lot like next to us. Yeah, th- there's like no, right next to you. There's nobody else there. Dude, there's nothing creepy. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. I was just like, uh, I'm looking for cameras. I'm like, my phone, okay, my phone's got a charge. Like, I've got gas. But no, he left, and we, we hiked a little bit, but it was uh, that stroller. I mean, there were, like, trees down. Dude, you did not make it around the whole trail. No, I, I don't even remember what we did. I think we, we, we went to Imes as, like, a backup. Uh, <laughs> okay, you just left. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, like yeah. screw house man. No, pretty much because I'm like, it's not going to get any better. Did you have to carry your one and a half year old most of the time? I would say. Well, but we house. had the we had if you had done the whole thing because yeah. it gets steep. Yeah, it like the lead in trail is flat, yeah. and then you go up the mountain. Yeah, I think we got to that way. point, and then uh, also it started pouring rain. So uh, pouring the rain. Yeah, so I was like, this is not a bad. This is a bad first time for this. Yeah, it's just not not the best. So my son was. Um, I think he was four months old the first time he did House Mountain with me. But he yeah. was, like, zipped up in it. It was also, like, the middle of winter because he was born yeah. in November. Okay. So it was, like, November to December. It was, like, February mm-hmm. the year he was born. But I had him, like, zipped inside of my uh, puffy jacket and everything, so yeah. we were, like, super toasty. Ha- had one of those little carriers? No. I just held him. I think I just zipped him inside that's, of my puffy that's, jacket. That's a good little arm workout. Yeah. Well, if you, like, zip him inside of a dad trick here it's if true. you zip them inside of your jacket and then wear a backpack with a hip belt on it so you can like buckle it under their butt and then like yeah. strap it on you don't really have to hold them that much well it like becomes a carrier and, and eight and eight months if that was switched if, if they were six to eight yeah, months, that was a four month old yeah, yeah yeah it was little i couldn't do it now he's like 18 months and like way bigger False. he also wouldn't do it yeah he's yeah. like crazy he'd be, he would be kick squirming me. in there and yeah it, it, would, it would not be he'd be kicking me in the gut the whole time it would not be stress relief it would okay be a stressor exactly last question sure if you could have any superpower what would it be and why Ooh, i just watched man of steel the other day okay so my bias your your decision <laughs> i don't know oh any superpower dude it's so hard i've heard some good ones you're gonna have to do pretty good I won't tell you what they were because I don't want to like ruin them for you because then I, that just takes away each one of them. It's tough because I've seen all these superhero movies. Some lately. Of the good things. Flying, I would just. I mean, I, okay. I'll just be. Uh, I'll just say. I'll just say. Be, be super smart. I know that sounds super lame. intelligent. Super intelligent. Like you pretty like much a, run the world in. Like an Elon Musk or a, a you know Tony Stark type guy. Or like they um, don't necessarily have a superpower. They're just smart. Smart as hell. So. Yeah. Exactly. What's that? What's that movie where he takes like a smart pill? Oh, limitless! Yeah, that's, he starts to go crazy though because he's just well because like, there's side effects to it. That's Bradley Cooper. That's a great movie. Yeah, that's a great movie. Uh, limitless. Yeah, no, yeah. He t- it's basically like a super Adderall. <laughs> he, yeah, can, exactly. he can just focus, but obviously, you know, there's side effects to something that makes you. 
you know, that whole thing of uh, we only used whatever percent. Could like not sleep and Whatever stuff? percent of our brain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, yeah. They say 10%. I don't know how scientific that is. Yeah. But it's like the, this pill made you, you know, two or three times that. And all of a sudden he's, you know, rigging the stock market and all this stuff. And he's oh, yeah. loaded and rich. And he wasn't. Is that rich. what you would do if you were he's super like, smart? <laughs> I mean, ethically, of course. Or would you just. I'd invent, I'd, I'd, I'd invent my own cryptocurrency like Dogecoin and, and just, just have fun with it. Oh, like that's hilarious, doing. dude. I was Googling yeah. Dogecoin on my way here because well, what the frick is this thing? Yeah, uh, I don't understand. I've got, it so, I've got some friends. I know. I, know uh, I don't I hadn't seen this guy in a long time, but. One of my friends is really good friends with them, and I won't say his name, but they invested nine hundred dollars, and now it's like it's like twenty grand now or something. Are you serious? I'm not even kidding. It makes me so mad when I hear stuff like that. I mean, it's, like, it's why it's, did it's, I do it? It's actually probably more than that. Yeah, but it's just insane um, how all that and I, I don't understand. It's it. hard to explain. I was trying to read an article about like what is data mining or not? Uh, what is crypto mining? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. Data mining is something that different, right? Either. Well, I don't know what that is either, but. I understand a little, little bit of data mining, but I couldn't explain it. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It's way over my head, which just makes me just be like, all right, I'm out on that. I'll just try to help people like be healthier and pain-free, and we'll just, we'll just roll with that. We'll just roll with that. I don't understand that's how a, the internet works. So. That's a pretty good mission. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what what's your mission with F45? Uh, just to have a uh, – so I always try to think when somebody comes in and I've got some uh, – you know, I treat them like I would treat if my mom came in, if their mom came in. Yeah, so I always think about, think about that. That, if was, that, was, that was some advice yeah. my dad or granddad get. Yes, of course. Come <laughs> on. But it was just uh, like when, when when I was dating, like, you know, that's somebody's, that's somebody's daughter. That's somebody's, you know. Um, so I always treat people with respect, um, you know, the utmost respect, provide a great customer service uh, with them, meaning take care of them basically. Yeah. Um, have fun with it. And then, um, you know, just give them a great experience, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's really what it's about. And I, I, again, it's my passion. It is a, you know, a bigger picture thing, like, you know, have some ownership with it and run it after all the places I've been thinking, you know, if, man, if, I, if it was my place, I might do this a little differently, that a little differently. Right. Um, and just, just that type of thing. And there's, always bumps in the roads and I'm still learning. I definitely don't know at all. Oh dude. Entrepreneurship is cool. Such a cool way to learn. It is. Cause it's, way it's, different. it's as long as you learn from your mistakes, you know, that's the biggest <laughs> thing. I mean, if you just mistakes. repeat them, I, I got, I got a great one right here is don't open any new business in 2020 or a year like it. Yeah. Did you uh, open F45 in 2020? Yeah. Or was it before? Yeah. It was 2020. Yeah. Well, we'd planned to open in, in May. And then, so everything starts slowing down. We were building it that towards the end of September, uh, 2019, the goal is to be open, but everything just started slowing down because a lot of things are coming from China, yeah, exactly. overseas, all these places that not America. And so the construction started to get slower and slower. And then the, we were like two thirds of the way done and then just shut down March. And oh, so shoot. it's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess we'll happen. handle this. <laughs> yeah. There's no precedent for that. So, uh, and then I, I had a couple people just rude, so, so I'm like, ah, I probably don't want you as a member anyways, but why aren't you open? Like, what's the problem? Like, they're just so out of touch with reality. And then I'm like, uh, do you see anything news or otherwise? <laughs> anything look out in the ordinary? Well, and then, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, so we were supposed to open in May, open in September. And then I've been just kind of combing, navigating, just like everybody else. You know, yeah. what's, what's... It's kind of weird, though. I feel like a lot of businesses have opened in 2020. Maybe the biggest the, space the biggest thing is we got you got no government assistance from it because you you weren't open before the pandemic. Oh Every, no! Everything for like say your payroll 
protection, the tax, yeah, bit stimulus, all that stuff. They're actually, I think they're about to, those out there who, uh, I think they're about to have something for those kind of in betweeners who did open up after oh, okay, and were never yeah. open. Because um, obviously, I didn't get any help opening in like yeah. So my my wife has some accounting friends who work with um, government agencies who they you know you have to be up. Uh, on the leading edge of news with that type of thing. And they said they're, they're looking at it right now. Of course, there's a lot going on, but so yeah, opened up in September doing pretty well. Um, hopefully, you know, we'll be able to the new normal, whatever that is, we'll get closer to it here soon. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, uh, we'll all be thriving hopefully. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. It's been great having you on, man. Yeah. My pleasure. Always. We'll do it again. Always fun talking. If people uh, need to get a hold of you, how can they do that? Sure. Uh, uh, F45's website, f45training.com. Um, if your IP address is somewhere within, a, you know, 50 miles of Knoxville, West uh, F45 West Knoxville should pop up. Um, all the contact information's on there. You can also check out our Instagram and Facebook pages. What's the Instagram, Facebook, F45? Uh, F45 Training West Knoxville. So it's F45 the name, name of the gym. You can, I mean, you could type in F45 West Knoxville uh, anywhere up. around here. I mean, it, it should, you know, te- how technology works. It just automatically know, knows what yeah, you're sick. Do you all offer any, like, free classes or anything when people start yeah, out? Yeah, good question. Yeah, we do a free week um, just oh, because sick. the classes change every every day. You'll um, be able to know what, like, know. a full week would be like there? Yeah, so you get the, like, you know, say you came back. You wouldn't have a, just a body, a body weight crazy cardio workout. You might throw some kettlebells and sleds and yeah, um, maybe I'll do ropes. that. <laughs> yeah, I, was, <laughs> I know I need to come back hint, and work hint, out again. Hint, hint. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we've there's some new programming that that changes every three to four weeks uh, with new exercises and new new equipment implemented. So, okay, sick. Yeah, so man. you can hit Chip up for a free week at F45 West Knox. Please do, please do. Come have yeah, fun. There you go. No, it is super cool workout. You yeah. should definitely check them out. Yeah, it's cool. Thanks. But uh, we'll see you guys next time. This has been the Action Knoxville podcast. So uh, talk to you then. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Active Knoxville podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, take a moment to leave us a five-star review. If you really want to help us reach more people with this information, take a screenshot and share it to your Instagram stories. Tag us at Active Knoxville and we will repost it. See you guys next time.